0: and welcome to the Home for All podcast, a podcast produced by the Akron-Cleveland Association of Realtors. How's everyone doing today? This is your ACAR Communication Director, Kelly Moss, and I will be your host for today's episode. And this is such an exciting one. I'm very fortunate today to interview our distinguished 2021 president, Beth Rogers. That's right. It's Q&A day with the ACAR president. Today, we're going to be talking about what's going on in the world of residential real estate in Northeast Ohio, and the abundance of new licensees that have come onto the scene since COVID hit. We'll discuss how the ACAR Board of Directors has had to pivot and make adjustments to continue helping our members during this uncertain time, and how the post-pandemic world will affect ACAR and its board going forward. We'll talk about how it feels to be serving as the local board president for the second time, and a few other juicy tidbits. So grab your coffee and your earbuds and make this spot your home for the next 30 or so minutes. We're happy that you're home. The ACAR Home for All podcast is a bi-weekly production where we will host interviews, facilitate conversations, and talk about what's happening in the world of real estate. We'll introduce you to the important people in your community and help you learn how to grow your real estate-related business. This is an adult show and some adult language might occasionally creep into the conversation. So let's move forward and find out what makes Northeast Ohio the best home for all. Well, it's definitely my pleasure today to welcome our illustrious ACAR president, Beth Rogers. Hi, Beth. How are you doing today? I'm very well, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, let's start off by having you tell our listeners about yourself, how you came to be a realtor, and
1: how you serve the real estate industry. Okay. Well, I've been a realtor now for over 32 years. I'm third generation. Um, I was taught by my mother, who's Jane Mariani, and she was in the industry for quite a long time as well. Um, So I really came into the business... just as helping my mother and then so I learned a lot through osmosis (laughs) and just being active back in the day before cell phones and um, we just used landlines back then but um, I'm currently serving as the 2021 ACAR president as you stated and I also serve as an Ohio realtor director Um, but I I first became involved with uh, numerous uh, committees and forums um, for really the past 20 years the first uh ten years or so I worked outside of real estate. So um, that's that's your story. That's my story and awesome. I'm sticking
0: to it. All right. Well knowing knowing that as we're you know now that you've told us all about that in twenty years in the industry that's crazy. That's a long mm-hmm. time and you going from landline to cell phone the technology in twenty years has totally that landscape has totally changed.
1: Yes and that was the twenty years that I've been active with um the state and the local board i've been licensed over 32.
0: wow that's awesome that's so great well let's start um let's let's move on actually by uh Getting to some of those tough, hard-hitting reporter questions, uh, since we have our our Madam President in the in the House, if you will, uh, what are you seeing out there in the world of real estate? You know, we've heard all of these stories about multiple offers and lines to see a house, and sellers getting you know well over their asking price for their home. Um, have have you seen that, experienced that
1: firsthand with with your business? Yes, I absolutely have. And if somebody told me over a year ago we'd be doing business the way we are um, and that's you know the pandemic um, well we follow pandemic protocol that's set by the CDC so we do have to follow that um, but also if if I was told about the lack of inventory or showings being booked 12-hour increments um, and every time slot is taken, uh, multiple offers, uh, record low interest rates, um, it's a pace that I have never seen. There are multiple offer situations. One of my own listings had 12 offers on it recently. Um, It didn't go to the highest. It and a lot of the offers were cash offers, but it went to what the terms that were best for that particular seller. So there's every seller has a story just like every buyer does. And I've seen a lot in this past year that I never thought I would have to witness. And uh, so I'm looking forward to the post uh, post COVID time.
0: Yeah, I think we're all kind of looking forward to the post-COVID. Absolutely. You know, honestly, it's, I've, I've heard, you know, being in the office here, you hear all these the stories people calling and talking to us and telling us, you know, they've had all these people, you know, offers that they've had to entertain. And, and you had mentioned before we started talking on the air uh, that, you know, you had folks that were, you know, wanting all their offers in, you know, in less than, you know, less than half a day. Yes. And that to me is un just unreal and un unbelievable Um, and I think that you know 10 years ago had that happened we wouldn't have been prepared for it at all, no, um, I no. think the onset of all the tech that we we have and the preparations that we've made is really made a difference. Okay, so ACAR does make sure that you know we post our housing statistics each month, about the fifteenth of the month, on our social media platforms and on our website, so that our members can uh, and the community can see what's happening overall in the three counties that we cover. Do you feel that our current situation can be labeled as being in a pricing bubble? I know people have been tossing that word around quite often
1: yes i have heard that myself and i believe that we are in a bubble and it's going to be here for the foreseeable future um and i'm just basing that on the current um in my mini market where the prices are escalating the inventory is still down um, interest rates are still Uh, uh, amazingly low. And just, that's a perfect storm for a housing bubble.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people have been talking about that, you know, and and talking about, oh, is not now the time to sell my house would be great. But now is is it going to be a good time to find another one, you know? So, um, and, you know, I know, we were talking about COVID before, and, and how that's affected everything here and affected housing and all of that. But with our current situation being what it is, Um, you know, COVID has brought an influx of new licensees into the market that have emerged since COVID uh, came about. Those who have chosen to do this as a new career path, do you think those new licensees, the bulk of them are going to stick with it? Or do you think that we're going to see some of that kind of wane away as soon as we kind of get back to what was our normal.
1: Yeah. I'm happy to see the influx of um, new talent uh, coming into the industry. Um, there has been, I think it was a record-setting number just in, across the state. Um, just since so many people are losing their what they had as their livelihood, they are now getting um, licensed. And I believe with new licensees... And the same with seasoned ones, whether it's 10, 15, 20, 30 years in the industry, education is always paramount. And so with the new licensees coming into a market that seems like oh this is too easy to be true. It's quite the contrary. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're just learning about real estate between you know t- 2020 and 2021, there's going to be a rude awakening when it uh, <laughs> dies down a little bit. So yeah. But I believe that they're if they're trained properly and um, they love the industry as I do, then they will stay. That's a good thing too. And you know, and, and
0: I know this wasn't on what we originally talked about speaking about today but you know i've noticed too that we've got in our new member launches and as part of our young professionals network we're getting a lot of younger realtors which is nice to see people in their 20s and 30s that are deciding that real estate may be the thing for them sure. and that's it's great at at kind of making the industry a little young on the younger end of things, you know, and and, uh, moving things over to that that younger grouping of people, which is is so fun to see them get get involved. So we're hoping that we're headed, obviously, to post-pandemic now that vaccines are readily available. How will the post-pandemic world affect ACAR and its board of directors moving forward. How is post-pandemic going to affect
1: kind of your plans as president with the board this year? Sure. it's It's been quite different. Um, we have not met in person since the first quarter of 2020. Um, we have met over Zoom, A, for everyone's safety. And um, we're in constant contact with each other, although not live. Um, the same with the staff, whomever we need. Uh, Therese has done an outstanding job with um, our education offerings and um, designations. Jamie, our government affairs director, has done an absolutely exceptional job. And yourself, looking doing these podcasts and making sure that the information and the communication is out to our members, that takes a lot of work and being on the inside um, just as far as sitting on executive committee you see how hard working the staff is and how much effort goes into even a production or a podcast like this
0: well on behalf of the rest of the staff here at ACAR thank you for those kind words that's very nice to hear absolutely you know um I I see how, you know, busy you all are and with the, you know, the board trying to meet on Zoom and some, you know, some people, you know, are, are, you know, they set that, that meeting aside and make sure that they do not miss it because it is the most important thing to make sure that our association continues forward no matter what's going on. And this could, you know, I don't know what could have been a bigger life altering event than COVID. And our board still has managed to make things work, make sure we're approaching our members and make sure that our members are being served. Sure.
1: And that that's, I say, in um, a direct reflection of, it starts at the top, and we have stellar leadership at ACAR. And, and that's, with Sandy Narragon and Mike Valerino, that's where it starts. And they work so hard. They don't ask anyone to do anything that they haven't done or would not do themselves. And I think the cohesion among the staff as well... Um, it, it's exceptional and exemplary, and I believe that we're looked at as a very strong and just a, a, a well-run machine across the country. So
0: That's awesome. Ahead. That's very awesome. So... Um, what made you? Well, I guess I should say for those of you who don't know that are listening, uh, this is this is Beth's second term as president. Uh, what uh, what made you decide to run for the board and serve as president for a second time? Because well, it's such a rough
1: job. <laughs> Quite honestly, I was uh, for for ACAR, um It comes directly from the board of directors, so I was approached to run for a seat on. Um, a car's board and I answered the call so I would tell everyone that sometimes you just have to be asked to do something but after being elected to the board of directors I wanted to give back to my association by volunteering my time and talents to the industry that has served me so well so that ultimately was my goal for running and um and that's that that's such an awesome thing too you know I love that you said you answered the
0: call so to speak to when someone stepped up and said would you like to, would you be interested or would you please do this that your immediate answer was absolutely no no second guessing even though you'd already done it once before so um, sure that's so that's so great and you bring all of that that talent from the last time you were president and all of that experience to bear as your president through your presidency this year too so that's right. really cool. So does this... Uh presidential office and the real estate business, uh, does that beat your time as a private investigator? You knew I was going to have to ask that, right? (laughs) Well, some days
1: the stress level is the same. (laughs) (laughs) But for the most part, the joy that I feel is unparalleled um, to anything else when you find, especially the first-time buyers, to this day, I have a soft spot For them, because it's not just the education, but it's seeing them planting roots and having their home. And being in Northeast Ohio and from this area my whole life, I love it here and I love spreading that. Uh, to the, another family and their generations to follow.
0: You can tell you're really passionate about what you do, <laughs> and that's really great. And I love to hear that you love working with the young people because, boy, so many of them are really, you know, not wanting to do that whole renting thing. They just want to go headlong right into buying a house, and that's awesome. So, so being a car president, what types of leadership roles are the precursor to moving up to that board position? So where should our members start if they've never been involved and and kind of think that maybe that's in their their path?
1: Well, quite simply, the positions are open for all ACAR members. But for where a member... Uh, If they're interested in starting, they're fine to contact myself. Uh, They can contact any member of staff because all the staff works very closely and is liaisons for every committee that's out there. If someone, for instance, is interested in the communication side, there's a committee for that. If they're interested more in the political realm, the legislative or the um, Realtors Political Action is always a good area to start. And, And Jamie does a fantastic job with running those. But there's also community outreach. Some people like to give back to the community or wherever it is, wherever their heart lies, whether it's in volunteering for hospice or animals or Habitat for Humanity, there's something for everyone. So I, th- I think that's very, very important for people to know that if you have a passion for something, there's probably a committee and position that you could fill right here at our local board. Yeah, we're always looking for
0: that. I'll tell you what, it's, you know many hands make light work, they always say, right? So so if a member wanted to serve at an even higher capacity than just serving here at ACAR, um, can you tell me how someone would become active like in Ohio Realtors or NAR?
1: Okay. Both the National Association and Ohio Realtors are always looking for volunteers to serve constantly, And your timing is perfect because right now there's a call to action from the National Association for available um, committee seats. And Ohio Realtors will be opening up their membership and their committee, I should say, their committee positions soon also. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: That's very awesome. So would you recommend that step before someone participated locally or should they participate locally first?
1: Um, some people just love to go right into the, the state level. I think to get your feet wet where I started was at the local level. But truly I had a complaint that I brought to somebody that was on the board of directors and she quickly informed me that if I had something to say I should get on the board and um, do something about it or or get on the committee that I was complaining about. So that's where I started was because I had a complaint. So now when people contact me, and you can imagine this past year, I have fielded different comments and concerns. But my first question is, what committee can I sign you up for? You have some very valid points. And I either get the, oh, 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 no, thank you, or sure, who can I call? So I think with getting on the uh, committee at the local level, would be fantastic. And then a lot of times the pool, there's only so many slots available even at the national level. And at the state too, there's only only so many director positions, but also those directors are pooled from the president and they're appointed to serve at the state. And the list usually comes from those that are active at the local level. So. Awesome.
0: That's a great answer. Well, winding things up, I you know I want you to know you did a great job today. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you for being here. Everyone who's a guest on the Home for All podcast has to answer one final question, and being the president does not get you out of answering that question. So my question to you is, what does Home for All mean to you personally?
1: Well, having been born, raised, educated, and I planted my roots here, I love Northeast Ohio, and since my roots were planted here so many years ago, my prayer is that others will find the love and contentment where their roots are planted. That's home for all is not just the bricks and mortar. It's an actual state of being, being grounded, being safe, being comfortable. But then on another token, you have to be an ambassador for the industry and not only an ambassador for our industry but for the community so hashtag home for all I believe, is not just having the home where you live, work, play, and love your family, but it's also being an advocate for the city where you chose to plant your roots, for city services and personal property rights. With respect to housing, I believe in keeping tax credits available for those homeowners and stopping prohibitive regulations like for point of sale. But that being said, I think for me, my home for all is my family and my roots in Northeast Ohio where I live, love, and work.
0: What a great answer. Thank you. I want to thank you, Beth, for being our guest today on the Home for All podcast and for being such a good sport and answering all my questions so well. (laughs) I know everyone listening will now be excited to get involved and volunteer for leadership. So if you have any questions about that, you can find several email contacts, including our CEO, Sandy Narragon and our 2021 president, Beth Rogers, in the show notes. Be sure to join us for our next episode and until then we hope that you are all finding your very own meaning of home for all today's home for all podcast is brought to you by the 2021 diamond virtual elite partners berkshire hathaway home services stauffer realty first federal of lakewood hondros college kramer realty incorporated Ohio Real Title, REMAX Crossroads, and Third Federal Savings and Loan. Be sure to check out the 2021 Diamond Virtual Elite Partner Companies for yourself at each of their websites. If you're interested in being part of the Diamond Elite program, contact ACAR Sales and Marketing Representative Roz Campbell at 216-525-9172 or rcampbell at Akronclevelandrealtors.com.